Welcome back to Chatting with Channing, the podcast for Channing School that lets you, the listener, find out more by hearing from people throughout the whole school community. Each episode, you'll hear real stories from staff, from pupils, from parents and the school's alumni to give you a true reflection of life on Highgate Hill. Now, this episode is great because we're speaking to three sixth formers at school. Anushka, Ennis and Grace are all in year 12 and heavily involved in the school's Young Enterprise program. So naturally, I ask them what Young Enterprise is all about and we find out all about what they're doing, the initiatives they're involved in and what the important factors are for them working on these projects. Now, the great thing I discovered is that Young Enterprise isn't just students working in isolation on these projects or even in pairs, but instead they work in bigger organisations, just like in real life. Because it is real life. But enough from me. Instead, let's get into this episode right now as we speak to three students involved in Young Enterprise. So we're here today with Anushka and Innes and Grace. It's great to have you all here. It's great just to get a bit of an insight into what happens in the lives of all three of you, because you're all in year 12. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. All right. Now, Grace, just tell us a bit about Young Enterprise, because that is what we're here to talk about. First of all, for anyone listening to this that's never heard of Young Enterprise, or maybe they've heard of it, but they don't know anything at all about it. What's it all about? So it's a program where students in year 12 can take part at school and they form teams and you basically make a small business. You can either like buy a product in or a service or make your own product and you sell it, you make profit, you just learn really what it's like, how working in a business is. Awesome. When you first sit down and think about what sort of product or service you're going to come up with, what kind of goes through your head? What's your thought process for what to choose, what to do? Well, we kind of have to look for a gap in the market and think about what other people have done because there are previous year groups who've also done Young Enterprise so we tend to look at what they've done what's been successful how we can get the best of all of our skills within our teams and then use that to create our own brands. Okay okay Grace is that the kind of thing that you went through as well? Anushka was just talking there about about her idea tell us about what process you went through. Yeah I definitely think it was similar we were definitely quite focused on who our target audience would be and what selling opportunities we would have so we thought a lot about that to come up with it and just also thinking about sustainability and how we can efficiently make our product with everyone also keeping up with all their schoolwork and things like that. Something that's not going to, you know, we're not going to have to spend days and days and days making one product. Yeah, I guess it's important to get that balance right. As important as this is, it's not like it's something that you can let consume the whole year at the expense of all of the other studies that you're doing there as well. Now, Grace, you were involved in this with Innis as well. So Innis, tell us about what your product was or what your company was, your, your idea. So our company is called Need for Beads and we are a sustainable handmade jewellery company. And at the moment we make bracelets, but we also have plans to make phone chains. All of our beads are sustainably sourced so they were either donations from people at school or we bought them from charity shops and kind of upcycled them love that okay and so you're doing this with grace is there anybody else involved in this or is this just the pair of you doing this there is a very large team there are 16 of us i think but grace and i are the marketing department 
So the two of us run social media and we make adverts and do photographic campaigns as well. I see. Right. So it's definitely not the pair of you. There's a whole team of other people. Is it usual to have like large teams like this or do some people do this as a, as a like a solo project? I'd say it definitely is usual because we have all of the kind of jobs that real life business, I guess, um, would have. So we have human resources, we have a CEO and we have, what else do we have? We have tech and finance. So it's definitely, yeah, it's advantageous to have as many people as possible because it also helps for like making the product itself. Yeah. And you can also distribute the workload as well. Okay. Tell us a bit more about that, Anushka, when you talk about, in fact, Anushka, because you've got a different product or service there, haven't you? Just tell us what that is, first of all. So my team is doing Secure the Bag and we are making bags out of recycled denim. So we're getting donations from family and ourselves and we're just making sure that we can all make the product and we are using all this different denim and we we've started branching out to other colors we have different types of bags we're focusing mainly on our on tote bags and we have embroidered bags handbags and all of that i love this okay right so whereas innis and grace uh, are involved in the marketing for their business anushka what's your role within yours so i'm also the marketing manager but i am just me on my team we have two tech and creative so creative from helping with actually making the bags marketable to people and then tech have been kind of focusing heavily on social media but I've been working mainly on the website that we're going to be releasing soon so that we can have all our products and social media all in one place for them to find easily. So let me get this right this isn't just like a concept or an idea that you're coming up with you are creating these bags and Innocent and Grace you're actually creating these beads is is that right? Yeah. I see right fantastic so Anushka when you talk about about the website for example it's actually a website that you'll be creating. Yeah so I've been using Google to create a website because I find it the easiest to use myself and we learned about it in school as well so I've been creating different pages, making sure to coordinate with the creative teams so they can take photos for it as well. And then how many people are in your business, Anushka? I think around 11. Okay, right. These are all sizable organisations then. So roughly how many of them are there within year 12? This year there are only two groups, but I think there have been three or four in previous years, but three, I mean, two just worked out for this year. Okay, so just to clarify then, this is not something that everyone in school does. Everyone in year 12, is not like everyone's opted into this, but you actually need to, to choose to do it. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. Okay, right. Grace, tell us why you chose to do it then. I chose to do it because I haven't ever really had any experience of what working in the real world's like, and also just what coming up with an idea... It, to for a product and marketing it I've always been really interested in creativity and art and marketing so I just thought it would be a great opportunity for me to have a go to just get a small glimpse of like what that could be like later on and then this is I'm guessing the kind of thing that you'll be able to talk to other people about after you leave Channing or as you're leaving Channing and thinking about university applications and things like that yeah hopefully I mean I've just updated my CV and it's something I've been able to put on there So I definitely think it's something that will help me in the future and 
I can talk about. Fantastic to be, you know, creating and crafting your CV when you're in year 12. That, that's a really good thing to do. Whereas a lot of people, you know, might wait until they leave school or leave university before they even think about creating a CV. Well, Ines, just tell us then about some of the challenging aspects that you've come across so far. Um, and also, actually, just for a bit of context, I mean, given that we're recording this episode in February, when did all of you start working on this young enterprise? So to answer the second question, we started working in September. We all kind of came into the school year knowing that we wanted to be part of a young enterprise team. So some of us had kind of ideas of products. And I think within the first three weeks, we'd had our first meeting where our organiser and head of year, Miss Williams, um, kind of set out what was going to happen for that year. And we started to kind of make the teams. And to do with the challenges, well, it's honestly been quite smooth sailing, I'd like to say, but we have had some difficulties sometimes with um, product um, making and having enough product to sell um, because we do make everything by hand. But we found that communication has really helped with that and having a human resources is, she's such a great proxy <laughs> to solve any sort of arguments or minor kind of <laughs> bumps in the road. <laughs> Minor bumps in the road. I, I love that. Do you find that that happens much where, you know, people have different views on how something should happen? I think it does, but I think it's all because we have strong characters and we're all very passionate about Young Enterprise and we all, we're quite like emotionally involved. We care a lot about our product and we really want it to succeed. So I think it's only kind of shows how much we love Need for Beads, if that makes sense. Yeah. Could I add to that? I would say that one of our one of the struggles has been like one of the challenges we faced is the fact that we are such a large group there's it obviously comes with its positives but also it makes it a lot harder to communicate and to you know compromise for ideas and people don't always want to compromise because they think their idea is the best and I just think that's definitely something going into it that maybe like could have been thought about a little bit more the size of the group. Yeah, interesting. When you look at life outside of school, you know, when you look at, I was, I was going to call them real organisations, but but yours is a real organisation, of course, you know, Need for Beats and Secure the Bag. But when you look at outside commercial organisations, some of them are very large. And, and I'm, I'm, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth here, but, it, but I'm guessing it gives you more of an understanding or an appreciation what it must be like for internal communications within companies like, I don't know, British Telecom or Virgin or, you know, some of these big companies out there. Do you find it changes the way that you view companies like that? I think we've sort of realised how codependent businesses are. We're all really relying on each other. And it only, it only when it comes together, it's because all of us have, we've sent all of the emails, we've all communicated, we've planned and checked off all of our to-do lists. And when that happens, it's, it's amazing. But, um, when it doesn't, that, that can, can be quite difficult. So that has made us kind of appreciate that side of business. Now, Anushka, tell us a bit more about these bags. And the reason I'm asking this is because you mentioned earlier that you made all of these by hand. Now, I imagine that other businesses that start making things by hand probably realise at some point that, that when demand increases, it then consumes a lot of their time and time is expensive in terms of actually creating them. How do you go about trying to create these bags without it swallowing up lots of your time? We we kind of delegate to people. So people people who have the ability to make lots of the bags will tend to be the ones who have more free time. So they'll be making 
a lot more bags and the ones who don't have much free time will be cutting out stencils for the others to then use on the machines and their sewing to be able to make the bags so we it's a large team effort okay that's that's a good way of putting it so then right now when you look at high street stores that may be taking that approach to outsource some of their production to the far east does it make you realize that actually they're in a place where they do need to reduce their costs and it's a good thing for them to do or do you feel like that's not such a good thing for them to do because you know the working environments for people in the far east may not be up to the western standard I think personally, from our standpoint, is that we'd like to call ourselves a sustainable business. I think that we believe that human kind of rights shouldn't be compromised for the kind of material gain and just to kind of, from that kind of objective standpoint. Um, So I think that it's, from our perspective, I think that it's almost unacceptable to be kind of taking advantage of these laws that put people at risk and we, as a sustainable business, we'd really like to draw attention to this and hopefully kind of diminish that and talk about it more in the kind of business world as well. Innes, it's great to hear that you got this level of sustainability within Need for Beats and Anushka with, within Secure the Bag as well. I mean, given the fact that you're recycling and upcycling, then then very much so. Now, Innes, you talked about sustainability there. And in fact, Anushka and Grace, you both talked about sustainability as well. Question for the floor. Why is sustainability such an important issue for for people in year 12? I think as a school, we're becoming more and more aware of how much a sustainable lifestyle can like impact our environment. Our school is on a, a relatively busy road and we like to um, we have sort of campaigns which promote walking to school and taking the bus. So we're kind of aware of that already in the school environment. And in our own lives, we, for example, most of us kind of shop secondhand. We like to shop on apps like Vinted and things like that and eBay. So I think the fact that we've integrated that into our kind of personal lives as well has kind of just naturally made it meld into our business lives. So I think that that's just become quite important. And as a business, I think we all came in with that in mind. And it's been quite challenging at times because of packaging because of carbon footprint and sourcing but I think I don't want to say it it sounds quite cheesy but for the greater good I think it's definitely something that's important. I think you're right Innes uh, I don't think it's cheesy at all I, th- I think it's a great thing to be focused on. Tell us a bit more then about what happens for the rest of this academic year I mean how long do you carry on working on these young enterprise projects? So our young enterprise journey kind of ends at the end of this academic year. Um, I think there is a possibility to continue it but I think given the masses of work in year 13 we're probably all going to wrap it up by then but In the future, we have a sale at Spitterfields Market um, later in February and our online kind of presence and our website is going to be launching and expanding. So we hope to kind of sell online and we sell at school frequently. So that's been fantastic. And some of us have kind of gotten in touch with our primary schools and we'd like to do sales there as well. That's a great thing to do. Grace, tell us about the skills that you feel this has helped to develop within you and how that might be helpful for when you leave Channing? So I definitely think, or before doing Young Enterprise, I wasn't the most organised person. And it's really, really helped me with organisation and time management, especially. I would also say it's really improved like my leadership skills and just working as a team. 
And Grace, what are you planning on doing after you leave Channing? Do you know yet? I'm not exactly sure, but I've I've wanted for a while to go into marketing and this has kind of convinced me like 100% that I want to. So I don't really know yet what I want to study at uni, but I know I want to do something creative, hopefully marketing when I'm older. And Innes, how about you? Um, I think I'd like to study classics at university, um, but I think a creative field would definitely suit me as well. But I'm very excited to study at uni. Yeah, very good. And any idea where you might want to go yet to do classics? I'm hoping Oxbridge, um, but I've been looking at UCL and I hope to visit Scotland soon. So Edinburgh and St Andrews, that would be amazing. Very good. Well, well, they're, they're all great places to go, of course. And Anushka, what are your plans for after you leave year 13? Of course, we're still in year 12 right now, but still got a way to go. But what are your thoughts and plans? Yeah, well, I plan to study computer science. And I've been looking into universities as well and looking at uh, Imperial. Fantastic. Well, I'm keeping an eye on time because we need to bring this to a close right now. But any final words from any of you, how much you've enjoyed working on these projects so far and what you plan to do afterwards? I would just say that like anyone, if anyone were to like want advice on whether or not to do Young Enterprise, like I would 100% always tell them yes, because I think it's just been such an eye-opening experience and it's so rewarding and you grow so much as a person and your skill set, I just think it's 100% worth doing and dedicating some time to. Excellent. Thank you for that, Grace. And thank you all for your time. Ines, you about to say something there? Yeah, I'd like to say it's been a really amazing experience. We're barely halfway through, but having relationships with the people in our Young Enterprise team, we've been able to grow together and it's been really impressive to see our progress as a team. And it's been so rewarding and I can't wait to see our next steps. Awesome. And Innes, where can people find out more about Need for Beads? So we are on Instagram at underscore need for beads. And we are also on TikTok and you can find us through the link in our description on Instagram. Fantastic. And Anushka, secure the bag. Secure the bag is also on Instagram and TikTok. And on Instagram, we are securethebag.ye. Securethebag.ye. For young enterprise, yes. For young enterprise. I love that. Very good and very good indeed. Well, look, all three of you, thank you very much for your time. Anushka, thank you for being here. Thank you. Innes and Grace, thanks both very much indeed. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So that was Grace, Innes and Anushka talking all about Young Enterprise at Channing School. To find out more and to follow them on social media, then go and look up Secure the Bag and Need for Beads. Links are in the show notes. Thank you all three of you for taking time out to talk to us today. Now, our next episode is coming out soon. But in the meantime, thank you for listening to this one. Don't forget to follow or subscribe so you can stay in touch. And we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye for now.